practice. It's pretty late. I'm very exhausted. Um, I practiced for about three or four hours. Um, and I just kind of got to the point where I was like mentally and physically burnt out. Um, but I still feel like it was a good practice. Um, I'm still getting the hang of just recording video in general. Um, because it's kind of harder than it seems. I mean, it seems like such a simple thing. You just set up a camera, you press record, and then you, in my case, just play drums. But there's all kinds of uh, factors and variables involved. Just like, first of all, what angle to shoot from. There's like pretty much no uh, end to the different angles that you can shoot from. Um, and then I'm, I'm just recording with my phone. Uh, so I'm recording the video and the audio with my phone. And it's not really built to record drums like that. Um, so it's difficult to find a spot in the room that picks up the sound well and also um, is a good visual shot as well because like if I put my camera so that it's directly above me looking down so you can see my hands um, and see everything that I'm doing if I do that then the microphone on the on the camera is going to pick up a lot of the cymbal sounds and a lot of the higher frequencies because it's it's directly above the cymbals so all the sound that's coming from the cymbals is being projected straight up uh, at the microphone and it's just the cymbals are the closest thing to the microphone so it's going to pick them up the most so there, that, that's a good um, vantage point, but it's not a good sound quality. Um, so I go to a different spot. Um, I have kind of found that putting the camera out away from the drums uh, works best because then it's not doesn't overload uh, the sound as much. It doesn't like distort or clip as much. Um, and you get kind of the sound of the room as well. Um, and then there's just like what, what I'm doing and how I'm doing it. Like tonight, my main goal, my focus was to just record a drum cover because I have yet to record an actual drum cover video. I have um, I have video of me playing covers with uh, 
with other people in the bands that I play in, but I haven't recorded a quote-unquote drum cover video where it's just me um, playing to a song and improvising, basically. Um, or not even Im improvising, but just embellishing it. Um, which, those are the kind of things that uh, work well on YouTube, is if you record a, a cover song um, and you you play it. Um, well, there's kind of two ways to go about it. One is to pick a song that is just already very very challenging on the drums um, and to play it just note for note. Um, so, for example, like a Tool song or a Dave Matthews Band song. Um, both of those drummers are just phenomenal drummers. And to learn any one of uh, the any one of the songs from either of those bands, um, it takes a lot of uh, skill to be able to learn and play those songs. Um, so, so that's one way to go. But then another way to go is to pick a song that doesn't necessarily have the most difficult drum part. So there's like room to add drums. Um, and so that's kind of the route that I went tonight. Um, I played a song that just has like a very simple backing track. It's not like real drums. Um, it's very like electronic sounding drums. So playing real drums on top of that, um, that was kind of my my approach tonight. And um, like I said, I've never done it before, so I don't really know how it, how it came out. Um, I kind of like, I would record one take and then I would go look at it to see like how it sounds and like what works and what doesn't. And then I'd play, I'd go back and play it again. And then I'd look at it. Um, and I just did that over and over until I felt like uh, I needed to practice some other stuff to um, to play the cover better. So then I switched to uh, doing some like coordination exercises. So uh, sorry if this is like super boring. <clears throat> I'm kind of I'm kind of talking just to. Uh, keep myself awake on the way home because it's so late and I'm so tired. So anyway, it's super late. I'm really tired. Um, and, but I'm glad that I, I went to the, uh, practice studio tonight and, um, and practiced just, um, recording video and um, working on a cover, a drum cover. Um, like I said, I don't know if I got any usable footage. Um, I guess I'll just kind of have to go through that at some point. That's another thing that I'm, that I'm working on is I, I have so much footage to go through. I have... 
I would guess maybe 12 hours of video to go through to figure out what to do with it. Like, I have some stuff that I'd like to put on YouTube. I have some, I have a lot of stuff that I'd like to put on Instagram. Um, but, like, I, I never really have time to go through the video and then figure out what to do with it and then do whatever I figure out to do. Um, and I've been trying to solve that problem for a while, so um, if you're listening to this and you have a suggestion um, or some kind of direction to steer me, uh, that would be appreciated. Um, yeah, and then even that, like, like watching YouTube videos on how to do all this stuff, like how to record a drum cover, how to like edit video, how to, uh, I don't know, make a video for this platform and that platform and all this stuff. Uh, it takes a lot of time. Um, and it's like constantly changing and growing too. So it's like the more time that goes on, the more apps there are and the more just channels there are to to get content, to learn stuff, and also to distribute content. Um, and so, yeah, trying to figure all that out and, and keep up with it. I guess maybe I should I should focus on one, and that's kind of been. I mean, I've, I've kind of been fo focusing on uh, Instagram because it just seems to be a little bit easier. Uh, YouTube seems like like uh, you have to, um, I don't know, it, it just seems like a YouTube video has to have like a good, uh, what's it called, like a title screen with the, you know, with the words on the screen. Um, and then you gotta have like multiple camera angles and the sound has to be uh, good quality. Whereas with Instagram, like the way that people use Instagram now is just kind of like a bunch of random stuff. Like they'll just, like people just doing nothing really. Uh, eating food um, or I don't know, really anything. Like, people use Instagram to post videos of anything and everything. Which, I mean, it kind of makes it easy that way. But I also, I like kind of the storytelling aspect of it. So, um, I don't know. Like, I like, I like to use Instagram to kind of track my, my progress and just to kind of, like, document things. So, like, when I have a show... I like to just upload the like the video from the show that's like worth keeping, um, and I guess sort of it's kind of all worth keeping because even when I watch something where like I messed up a lot, um, I can learn like from it that oh I I thought I knew that song really well, but apparently I need to work on it. So, I don't know, all the video is useful to me, but then, you know, I don't, 
I don't want to just uh, put out a bunch of like garbage. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I have no idea what's garbage and what's not because, like, sometimes I'll post a video and uh, I'm kind of like on the fence about it because, like, for example, I posted a video of just me practicing rudiments in the garage and like the garage was a mess um, my son was like running around in the background and uh, talking to me the whole time so there was just a lot going on visually in the background that was kind of um, an eyesore and then there was like a bunch of noise in the background but uh, there seemed to be like a lot of uh, positive response to the video and then other videos that like I feel like I um, I'm I'm happy with whatever is in the video the way I played something or uh, just the song we're playing or like whatever it is that I like about it we really like um, I guess excited to post that and then I will and it won't do as well as the video that I thought was just kind of like, I don't know, not, not that really uh, entertaining to watch. So that's a weird thing. Um, it happened, this also happens like in, in recording music too, like a lot of times the songs that I get really excited about that we write, um, people don't really seem to be as interested in those and then the ones that we that we're not so crazy about like we wrote a song that was like uh, kind of like making fun of a genre or a sound or a band um, and then people liked that song and and wanted to hear that song and we were like well that song was just kind of a joke we don't really like playing that song um, and we don't play it anymore but yeah, that just kind of happens uh, with everything. It's it's weird what what other people are into um, and, and what like what you're into and what you think other people will like. Um, it's always I don't know. I'm always kind of like surprised at what people like. All right. Um, enough about that. Um, okay, so there was something else that I wanted to talk about, which is basically just, like, staying motivated. Um, because recently I've been really excited about, like, the stuff that I'm working on, um, like, building my website and all that stuff. Um, and... Like, I'm, I'm really excited about it. So I have, like, some momentum going. Um, but it's also, like, exhausting. Like, right now, I'm so tired. Um, and luckily, I don't think I'm working tomorrow because it's supposed to rain. But if I had to work tomorrow, I can't even imagine, like, how I would physically do that. So, like... When, yeah, when I feel this tired, 
it's just kind of like run down. Like, it gets kind of, uh, I don't know. It's weird. I get so tired, like just exhausted from like pushing so hard to do stuff that I kind of get like, feel like, oh man, I, I don't know if I can keep doing this and what am I doing and all that. But then at the same time, it kind of gives me motivation just to keep going because it is so exhausting. Like, and I just think like, man, if I, if I'm this exhausted and, um, like, like, circumstances aren't even that bad. What would happen if, like, circumstances did get bad? Then what would I do? Like, my health is, is pretty good as far as I know. Um, like, we're broke, but at least, like, we have a place to live. I have a car to drive. Uh, I have a computer that I can, that I can get stuff done on. Um, and so, yeah, it kind of, it kind of motivates me to, to just keep going because if I can get, like, if I can get beyond this, where I am, um, then I feel like I can have, like, a little bit of relief just from how difficult things are. So, yeah, staying motivated, um, and I guess another big, a big part that I've realized, too, is, is, like, to focus on, like, why you're doing what you're doing, and, like, the real value that it carries, or, like, why it's important, um, because, like, the stuff, the stuff that's important to me, I think, I think to other people, it's not really that important, or it's kind of like, it just kind of seems silly or something, uh, I'm not sure what it is really, but, um, sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm kind of, uh, losing my train of thought here, um, but yeah, I'm trying to stay motivated because I am excited about what I have going on, and I am, uh, I am, like, reaching exhaustion and stuff, uh, or experiencing exhaustion, but I kind of feel like life is just exhausting anyway, like, you can either work hard or be worked hard, if that makes any sense, um, like, life is going to make you work hard. You're either going to work hard for someone else or work hard for, you know, doing something that you don't really care about. Um, or you can work hard at, like, stuff that you do care about and do it enough to where um, it's, it's like a a beneficial, or a, I don't know, um, I guess just, like, 
you don't work hard to like move forward and like get ahead and stuff, I feel like life will still put you at work. It'll still make you work really hard. You just like won't be really happy with what you're working hard at. And that's pretty much where I've been for like I feel like the past well since I've been out of high school pretty much. Um because I've just always had a job. Like I started I started working when I was 16 years old. Well, I started working when I was like 10 or 11 years old, mowing people's lawns uh, on the weekends and during the summer and stuff. Um, but I had my first like real job when I was 16. And I've pretty much worked ever since then with like a few exceptions, like, uh, you know, recently with my son being born and stuff. Um, but yeah, I've, I've always had a job and it's always, pretty much always just been a job that I had to pay the bills. And it's pretty much always been like really difficult, physical, manual labor, um, which I enjoy. Like I just, I realized today as I was working, like we were really hustling to, uh, to get this job done. And it was like a pain of a job. It was up several flights of stairs. Um, yeah, it was just, it was a difficult job today. And we had to get it done really fast because we had another job scheduled after that one. And uh, yeah, so we had to hurry up and get it, get it done and get out of there. Um, but man, I forgot. I forgot where I was going. Um, I think I was just saying that I've always had like a, a physical demanding hard job. Um, and while that's good, while all that hard work is good, um, and I enjoy it, uh, it does take a toll. So, I mean, it'd be cool to, to be able to do something that's not so like, demanding physically and demanding, uh, I guess, just, like, mentally and emotionally. Uh, excuse me. Um, my yawn is so tired. But, um, anyway, it would be nice to be able to do something that's not just, like, a grind, um, and then be able to work hard, like, do hard physical labor on like my house or my in-laws house or something like that um but I'm kind of getting to the point where I'm like really losing my train of thought all the time and I don't want to uh, basically drag you through that so um I am going to end this podcast here and um I will talk to you on the next one. Thanks.